When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time for Radio Royalty with James Golden and America's Princess of Policy, Princess Di. Yes, is it time, Your Majesty, can we let them out of the tower? Yesterday, ladies and gentlemen, if you weren't here, Scott Sokol paid communist music before Diana came on. And he was reveling in playing this commie pinko music. From his hero, Vladimir Putin. And Diana <laughs> sentenced him to the tower. Can we let him out? Absolutely. He's paid his dues. Okay. <laughs> That'll teach him. <laughs> Princess Di, how are you this morning? Welcome. Well, it is so wonderful to talk to you, Sir James, as always. I have been so taken by your coverage of the crime stories that you have detailed. A lot of them are very hard to listen to because they're so horrific. And the way the reporting is done, it sort of puts you there at the scene at, as, at someone's last moments of life and someone's suffering and cruelty of man's inhumanity to man and man's criminality potential. Anyway, I just have been so moved by those stories that it just brought me to something I've been reading uh, all over the place on the leftist media in that the focus on crime mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. candidates is being termed Willie Horton all over again. Oh, good. I have got to tell you, I'm going to read a few headlines. This yes, is please. one from the, the Philadelphia Inquirer. Racist Willie Horton-style fear-mongering on crime may win midterms for GOP. Devoid yes. of actual ideas, the GOP has ripped a racist page from a 1980s playbook to scare voters around crime. Yes. Okay. That is one headline. New York Magazine, it's Willie Horton season in the midterms. Scranton Times, meet Willie Horton again. Hyde Park Herald, attack ads are racist Willie Horton style lynch mob. The Wisconsin Examiner, this is Willie Horton all over, etc. It goes on. This is the latest leftist ploy because papal voters are frightened of rising crime and are telling pollsters this, and Republicans also are noticing that this is a problem and are running on it. And, of course, the fact that this is actually the concern of voters and that politicians are campaigning on a concern of voters and that it is successful, the left cannot stand what is happening in that the the races are tightening. And they're basically trying to race, racist eyes, the use of a strategy of fighting crime. And so I want to read one little 
comment by one of the articles. Please. The Republican Party is partying like it's 1988, the year that scary <laughs> pictures of a felon they called <laughs> Willie Horton and grainy images of black crime saved a party equally devoid of actual policies. Now, I have got to tell you, this is such revisionist history, and I really want to take the opportunity to answer what really 1988 regarding the Willie Horton story. Yes, and I hope the I name would, Al Gore is, for, is front and center. Okay, that that is part of the story. But but let me tell you, this this revisionist history that the Republicans did this horrible, terrible thing and had this horrible, terrible ad is nonsense. I was at the Reader's Digest at this time when the Reader's Digest in 1988, July issue, ran an article titled Getting Away with Murder. The July issue of the Reader's Digest in 1988. It was by Robert Binotto. And it was about Dukakis's weekend furlough program. Dukakis was the Democrat nominee at the time, and his record as governor of Massachusetts was up for debate. And so you're right, in the primaries, Al Gore had mentioned this furlough program where they let felons out on a weekend pass. And the Republicans were using the furlough program in part of their uh, debates and discussions. But it was the Reader's Digest who ran the story about one particular event. And in that story about Willie Horton, who was let out on a weekend pass and basically took over a household of a married couple and raped the wife in front of the husband and then cut off his genitals and stuffed them in his mouth and killed him. And the details of that story were horrific enough that this became talked about all throughout the United States. It was not the fact that politicians were discussing, quote unquote, a furlough program in, you know, politically generic and general terms. It was the fact that the Reader's Digest wrote about one particular event and one particular felon and never mentioned his race. Never had an image of him. It had nothing to do with race. And that was what was sweeping through the United States during that campaign season. And I was there, and I know it, that this had nothing to do with race ever. It was always a crime story. Now, in fact, Lee Atwater happened to be in a motorcycle convention in, I believe it was Virginia, and he overheard people talking about this article in the Reader's Digest. And then he did, in fact, come back and create an ad that did have an image of black criminals in a rotating system, along with white criminals' images. So that is what stuck in the minds of the political world. But it was already too late for Dukakis because the Reader's Digest had already communicated what his mindset was in letting and being soft on crime. And now you have liberals. Listen to the first sentence of another article from yesterday. As races determining control of the Senate tighten up in the final weeks before the midterms, Republican candidates are turning to a tested ad campaign strategy, making Democrats look soft on crime. 
Princess Di, I beg to differ with you. It has everything to do with race. And I'm going to tell you why. Okay? The fact of the matter is we all know that there is evil that permeates humanity. That part is true. But we we also know is this. In New York City, when you look at this green goblin bunch of villains that straight from the comic books out of Queensboro Plaza, They're all, how shall we say, people of color. When you look at this guy that randomly is now unapologetic in jail, F him with schizophrenia, he's a people of color. When you look at Willie Horton, he was a people of color. When you Now look, I'm not saying that black people commit all these crimes, but here's the deal. You cannot ignore. We shouldn't ignore. What plagues America, and particularly black communities, right now, most black men have a risk that they will never get past the age of 24 because they're going to be killed by another black man. Okay, but we're not supposed to talk about that. We're not supposed to talk about what Kanye West talked about, that halfway, that half of American deaths among black people happen through Planned Parenthood slash the abortion mills in this country. We're not supposed to talk about that because that's racist. We're not supposed to talk about the fact that these progressives say that racism is behind locking up criminals in jail. And so the reason that so many of these criminals of color are let out on the streets is because of this BS garbage that they shove down our throats that we're supposed to let black criminals out because somehow they're the victims of a mass incarceration system. So instead of keeping these villains, these thugs, these sleaze balls behind bars, we let them out. And what do they do? They prey on the communities that they're from. Most of the time happen to be black communities. But we're not supposed to report that. We're not supposed to talk about that in Chicago every weekend. More black children are killed by these drive-by killings. The more black people get killed every single week that they terrorize entire cities, these gangs. And we can add in there the MS-13 gangs, the Trinidad gangs, and all these other gangs with people of color that terrorize city after city. But we're not supposed to ever talk about the race because that's unimportant. Well, the left talked about the race, and that's why they're let out of jail, because they've used the race card time and time and time again. I don't care what the color they are. And you're right. The Reader's Digest never made it a point that Willie Horton was black, and it wasn't just black when the Democrats ran the ad. But let's face facts, folks. We are all terrorized by these criminals. All of us are terrorized by these criminals. And they shouldn't be out on the street. And the reason that they're out on the street is because Democrats have played the race card, not Republicans. And they've let these criminals roam the streets. And they're killing. They're raping. They're pillaging. And they're still free. And meanwhile, you have these white liberal district attorneys, along with their liberal black cohorts, saying, let them out. Let them out because it's racist. We have got to put a stop to this insanity. 
I'm sorry. That was my two cents. <laughs> I don't disagree with the word you said. However, that was not my point. I agree that the policies of the left are racist and racist. But I'm saying that running to uh, on safety and law and order on the Republican side is not. Yes, I in agree any with way you. racist. That's my point, and I wanted to just clarify and set the record straight on what happened in 1988 because they're bringing it back again, and that is the big lie. Talk about they have a lot of big lies, and that is the lie that that issue, which was crime and an actual horrific crime based on policies of the left of letting people out who are felons for a weekend to do whatever they wanted, Right. that that is what lost Dukakis the right. Along with when Bernard Shaw, the late Bernard Shaw from yeah. CNN, asked old Dukakis, see, a lot of the kids weren't around, and we have to explain this to right. the children. Okay, so <laughs> listen up, children, if you weren't around then. So here's a guy whose wife, he's governor, he's running for president, named Michael Dukakis, right? So... The anchor of CNN at the time, Bernard Shaw, he's in a debate. He asked old Dukakis, the same guy that let Willie Horton out on jail, <laughs> murder those people. He, he asked him, hey, excuse me, what would happen, Governor Dukakis? What would your reaction be if one of these criminals raped your wife and killed your wife? What would your reaction be? And what did Dukakis do? Like, he well, went policy. He went yeah, well, I think that I think that in the long run, you know, criminals are just criminals. I mean, you know, we can't do it anymore. Criminals have criminals, but I really, he didn't say I'd be mad as hell and want the guy fried. He right. just danced around it. And people looked at this and said, Is this guy nuts? And that's yeah. one of the reasons that old Dukakis never made it to the be the president. Yeah, plus the tank with the Beetle Bailey, you know, helmet oh, thing. That, that. You know, there were a combination of things. <laughs> it cost him. But listen, here's why I wanted to talk about this today, because this tactic of calling a Republican campaign agenda racist will work and can work with Republicans. It's not going to work with the voters. The voters have already dismissed this. But it it worries me that the Republican candidates who are successfully running on the issue of crime will pull their punches, will be afraid to be called racist. And I hope to the Lord that they just barrel ahead and tell the truth instead of doing the usual Republican thing, which is go back into their corner and say, never mind. Republicans, this is a warning from your princess. Keep <laughs> running on the crime issue. It works. Warning. To all Republican candidates, listen to Her Highness. Listen to your princess. Run on crime and what Democrats have done to America. Yes. yes. Thank Amen. You. Thank you, Princess Di. Thank you, Sir James.